Hey, hey, brothers and sisters. Today is a great day. Welcome to the Mitch Gray Show. I'm said Mitch Gray, and I'm here to inspire you and help you have a rocking good day, okay? So that's the deal. I'm going to inspire you, and you're going to take that inspiration and rock and roll. That's just how it goes. Turn on some great tunes and get that work done and enjoy the day. That's the goal for today, to have some joy. Okay, so I'm going to start a new series today on the Mitch Gray Show. Number one, make sure you follow and like us on, on social media. M. Gray Media, M-G-R-A-Y Media, that's Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. We want to see those followers go up, not because we want followers, but because we want to expand our territory of inspiration. Some people say expand their territory of influence. I don't care about that. I just want to expand the territory of inspiration so that we can make the world an unbelievable place to be, to work, to play, to live, to raise our families and uh, it is a beautiful place, but we still got a lot of work to do in the redemptive process. So I'm inviting you along in that redemptive process. Make sure you follow us on social media. Subscribe to the podcast if you haven't yet. Refer it to some friends. And here we go. Going to start a new series today that I'm, I've been working on this series for oh probably a year now, maybe longer. And it's kind of one of those things that I always have these ideas of what I would like to share with the world. And then you kind of have to find the right timing. And so I have notebooks and notes in my phone filled with ideas. And so I just try and wait for when I think the pulse is exactly right. And I think the pulse is right for um, for this series. So we're going to start it today. It'll be five episodes and then we'll move on to something else. Um, today we're introducing to you the series that I call the life tree, the life tree. I love when I get to explore old trees. There's just something about a gigantic old tree that speaks to my soul. Maybe you're the same. It it almost, you can almost close your eyes and reach out your hand and touch that tree and you can hear the stories, right? Right. Like you can you can hear the children laughing and playing on that tree. You can hear the animals rustling by or take you know or in your imagination see the deer taking a nap under that tree. Uh, you can you can maybe even picture the love that was found under that tree by young couples, young in love, and they had a picnic. But you can also hear the, war, the, the stories of horror, maybe of war or in slavery or of depression. Trees are able to tell stories, much like mountains, much like rocks. Those old trees, their roots are so deep and their leaves and limbs are so expansive that it's almost like they're just able to take in everything that has happened. And quite a few years ago, I had this uh, a, a very similar experience with an old tree in a place I was visiting, and it led me to begin thinking that life is very much constructed like a tree. And so I began to develop this series called The Life Tree, and this is going to be episode one of The Life Tree, 
And then, as I mentioned earlier, we'll go through four more episodes over the next, um, you know, few days of the next, uh, the, the next topics. So the first thing I want to talk about in chapter one of the life tree is roots, roots. All strong trees have healthy roots. Now, depending on the variety of the tree, those roots may run deeper than others. But all healthy trees have healthy roots because that is where they get their nourishment. Those roots, if those roots die and rot, then it kills the remainder of the tree, regardless of the size. You could be looking up at a tree that seems to point to the sky. And it's one of those that, you know, the back-breaking look at the top of the tree, <laughs> you know, it keeps going up higher, taller, taller. If that large tree has roots that rot or gets a disease in its roots or doesn't get water uh, to its roots, then it kills the massive tree. The roots are the lifeblood of the tree. And I know I'm speaking at an elementary level here for most people. Most of us understand this. But I really want to talk about how this applies to the life tree, to the roots in your life. So all of us have a story. And that's what I love to get to. I love to get to the story. Sure, it's interesting what you do for a living. Maybe it's interesting why you live in the city you live in. But what I love to get to is the story. What brought you to where you are today? What shaped you into the person you have become? Where would you like to go moving forward? I love the story of it all because it is in the story of it all that we begin to find the meaning of everything. So we all have roots. We all have a story. None of us were allowed the decision as to where we were born or when we were born. None of us were allowed the decision as to how we were raised. The people who raised us, whether it was our birth parents or others, we weren't allowed to take part in that decision process. That was all given to us, for better or for worse. And so the beginning of all of our lives, we are entered into this story without a choice without understanding, without regard to our opinions and our personality. And because of that, the beginning of our life shapes the rest of our life. And many of us get to get to a certain point in life and we're like, wow, we really admire our childhood, but there are some things that we want to do differently. Or many of us are going through our childhood and it's such a terrible, tragic childhood that we know immediately I'm not doing it that way. And many of us survive and overcome that. Yet many of us try our best to get away from what we didn't want to become, but then we actually become what we hate. And maybe we wake up one day and all of a sudden we're right back at square one. And we feel like a child again. All of us were given a starting place without choice. And those become the beginning first generation roots to our life tree. 
Now, here's the interesting thing about the life tree versus a real tree. In the life tree, I can choose to change whatever I want to change. It may not be easy, probably very difficult. But in the life tree, if I don't like what's happening, I can up and move myself, whether physically, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, to a different place. Yet a real tree doesn't have that option. Now, there's technology and there's things that have allowed us to be able to dig a tree up and move that tree. But on its own, the tree cannot move. It can adapt. And you see that sometimes around rivers, right? You're going down a river and you see these trees that are bent over the river, or you see where the roots have changed direction. That tree is doing its best to put itself in a situation where it receives the nourishment that it needs to be healthy. But a tree cannot get up and move across country to find the best situation. But the life tree, the life tree, our life, we can decide to change whatever we want to change, however and whenever we desire. That is the value of the life tree. So I want to visit a little bit about developing your identity and following your compass. And let's start here. As I mentioned, the beginning and the genesis of your identity was not given to you by choice. There were many things at play, the divine nature, the spirit, personality, passion, and then whatever situation you were born into was uncontrollable to you. And that began to shape your identity. The things that were done to you, the things that were done for you, those things began to shape your identity. So the genesis of your identity was uh, not a choice. That was not a choice. That was given to you outside of any controllable circumstance. But how you develop that identity how you use that identity, how you nurture that identity and educate yourself on that identity, that becomes your power. That is what makes us heroic. And the ones that make excuses and say, well, I'm just this way are the ones that will never achieve the full passions and excitement and potential of their identity. They're making excuses. Yet the ones that say, yes, I may be this way now, and I may be this way because of things that happened to me, but I'm not settling for a circumstance that I had no control over. And so instead, I'm going to heal through it. I'm going to work through it, and I'm going to do all I can to adapt and to learn, and to grow, and to develop my identity in a way that becomes heroic and healthy. That is called nourishment. And so when we're dealing with the life tree, when we're dealing with the roots of the life tree, we have to understand that we need to put our roots in a place that gives us nourishment. That is deep living. Because that all of a sudden causes us to measure our relationship with ourselves. It causes us to measure our relationship with, our, with others, family, 
spouses, boyfriend, girlfriend, partners, whatever, it, it all of a sudden calls us to measure our relationships with everything and everyone. Because now we're filtering those relationships through, if this doesn't nourish me, then why am I investing in it? Some call that selfish. I call it wise. Why would you invest your life in people that are constantly robbing your energy? It doesn't make sense. Now, it's not that we're going to be the selfish leech that always leeches on to someone to drain energy. We're not going to be that person. We're going to be the person of health that works within the great exchange of we're giving and receiving. But we must make sure that the receiving that we're attaining is reception of healthy nourishment, not negative energy. And so the question becomes, in order for me to have a healthy life tree, in order for my roots to be at the maximum potential possible, I then must start measuring where am I going to put my roots? From what city I'm going to live in, to what job I'm going to have, to the relationships I'm going to link up with, to the business partners I'm going to have, to the music I'm going to listen to, and the churches I'm going to attend, and the podcasts I'm going to partake in to the people I'm going to commune with and the and the places I'm going to meditate at. You see, when we start asking ourselves what happens when we put ourselves in the best situation for nourishment, it changes the whole game. Because then all of a sudden we start thinking, okay, that place and that person is too stressful and pulls my energy. No, 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 no. I'm not going to be there. That church that I've been going to is totally negative and condemning. No, no, no. That's not a healthy place. That temple that I attend for meditation, that place is a little weird. The energy's bad. The guy's mean. It's not working out. Then choose a different one. That TV show that I'm watching is feeding me negativity. Then choose a different TV show. That music I'm listening to spurs something within me that I don't really like. Then listen to different music. The food I'm eating is toxic. Then change your diet. I want to be healthier physically. Then go to the gym and exercise or go for a walk. It's not that difficult, yet we make it so hard. So we must ask ourselves the question, is this situation, this person, this uh, 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 stuff that I'm watching, what I'm feeding my soul, what I'm feeding my body, is it offering me maximum nourishment? And if it isn't, then we need to make a decision. Because no one else is going to make that decision for us, and they shouldn't. No one else can change our life tree. No one else can decide where we plant our roots. We are only responsible for our lives and our lives only. And when we realize that and take responsibility for that and accountability for that, everything changes. So my question to you is, where are you going to put your roots for greatest nourishment? There is a story, as we mentioned earlier. All of us are part of a story. And so we ask the question, where have you been? What has happened to you in life? What decisions in life have you made that have been good or bad, positive, negative? What experiences have you had? All of those things tell your story. And then what we must learn is take the question, where have I been, and make it something empowering. Where I've been is a part of my story, but it's not going to dictate where I am headed. Instead, it has helped shape me to who I am today, but it will not shape my future for who I'm going to be tomorrow. 
I am going to take perfect, calm, peaceful centeredness and understand that where I've been is a part of who I am, but it cannot and will not dictate where I'm going. That is when we become empowered. That is when the life tree becomes healthy. But instead, there's oftentimes people, and you hear them, they say things like, oh, well, you know, that, that's just, it's who I am because it's what I was raised to be. Or because of what happened to me in my past, I can't change where I'm going. No, 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 brothers and sisters. If you're that person, let me tell you right now, you have the power and the honor to choose any direction you would like to choose in life. You and only you have that power and that honor. And you have the honor and the power to say, yes, I've been at this place, but I'm no longer going to allow that to dictate my life. That is moving your roots to healthy nourishment. That is living fully in the life tree. The next question, where are you now? You know where you've been. You know what you've done positively. You know what's happened to you negatively. You're ready to walk through the threshold of healing and forgiveness and restoration. By the way, forgiveness of yourself mostly. And restoration and love and peace and compassion. And now the question of the life tree becomes, where am I now? Because the simple response is, you are where you are. (laughs) you're nowhere else. Regardless of how, regardless of why, regardless of what went right or what went wrong, you are where you are. And so the challenge and the calling then becomes, how can I be fully present now, in this moment, in this time, in this circumstance, And when we learn to be fully present now, we can then learn how to use where we've been to propel us in a way of health moving forward. But we must be fully present now. So where are you now, friends? It's easy. You are where you are. Regardless of how you got there. Regardless of what's happened. You simply are where you are. So be. Be there. Right now. Fully present. And allow that full presence and mindfulness to make something awesome happen. You are where you are. Where do you want to go when you get up? Where do you want to go in the future? What dreams do you have? What ideas do you have? What desires do you have? What passions do you have? When you get up from this now, where would you like to go? You have the honor of choosing. You see, we filled our society with so much noise that we let the noise dictate it. And I'm, I'm right there. I let the noise and the stress and the commands dictate my going forward. But we are the only ones that get to choose for ourselves where we are going. 
So write it down. Where am I going? Here's where I want to go. Write it down. Tell an accountability partner. Tell a friend. Tell your spouse. Tell your your business partner. Here's where I want to go. And then start working how to move your roots to more nourishing situations that will allow you to go from being fully present now to getting up and moving forward with boldness and power and courage. So where have you been? Where are you now? And where would you like to go? Brothers and sisters, I want to give you something right now. It is, I think, the greatest gift I could give you right now to finish this first chapter of the life tree. And that is this. Let your heart be your guide. I believe with all of my being that the majority, the vast majority of people are good. I believe that for some of us, things happen in life and we react in a way that we shouldn't and we allow the negativity and the darkness to start overtaking the light, which leads us to evil things at different levels. But I believe at some place, at some point in time, every person is good. The question then becomes, what are we going to do with that good? Thus I say, let your heart guide you. I believe that deep down in each one of us, we want something good in life. It then just becomes a matter of using wisdom and knowledge and countenance and making that something good in life truly be extended for good. Let your heart guide you. What is that thing that is deep in your heart that is good What is that deep desire and that passion that lies within you that keeps you awake at night that you cannot stop thinking about, that you keep going, if I could just give this back to the world, my life would be whole. Let your heart guide you. Walk in wisdom. Walk in compassion. Walk in mercy and humility. But let your heart guide guide you. Because I believe that at the beginning, we were all given a passion or multiple passions and gifts and talents and dreams and ideas and possibilities and potential. And it's deep within us to pull that out and nourish it and give that back into the world. That is what will make the universe redemptive and complete is when we're all at a point that we can take what's deep within, the goodness that's within, and share it with each other. That is the ultimate ultimate place of spiritual breaking of bread, is when we all sit at the table and we share what's deepest within. Let your heart guide you. It's telling you where you're meant to go, where you're desired to be. Measure where you've been. Be fully present where you are. Dream and have adventure of where you would like to go. And then let your heart guide you, brothers and sisters. 
That will make your roots strong. It will be your compass and your identity. And you will never look back and regret following those good, peaceful, deep desires within. The Life Tree, Chapter 1, Roots. Brothers and sisters, I hope you have a great day. Make sure to follow us on social media. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. Please subscribe, share, comment, review. Whatever you want to do to help us expand our territory of inspiration. Be a part of what's going forward. Be fully present in today. Uh, I hope you have a great day. Uh, This is actually Friday, so I hope you have a great weekend. Get some rest and be ready to rock and roll. We will talk to you soon.